and welcome back. This is our uh, fourth episode, I believe, that I'm I've rec- I'm recording them in order. I'm gonna re- put them out in order. I believe this is our fir- fourth episode of Lost Boys presents Deep Cuts, the show where we take you deeper into the minds of our artists, and I get to sit with them one one on one and. Um, get a little more personal and a little deeper into topics. Today, I have Miss Robin with us. Hola. And um, everybody knows Miss Robin. She's a poet, a rapper, a singer, a certified Reiki healer. Um, she is also practices in holistic medicines. Um, she also coordinates live events um, through her um, company, production company, Synergistic approach production um and her so a reiki studio is reiki soul studio and you can follow her on facebook at robin bowser so how are you doing today what's up man how are you i'm all right i'm all right it's it's a it's a good morning it's uh i gotta be to work in like three hours and this yeah. is a good way to start the day good way to start the day absolutely getting off of for sure yeah Absolutely. Yeah, I I appreciate you for coming on. I know that like things have been hectic, and you know the they have been trying to you know be a business owner and work for yourself and still you know live life and make money and mm-hmm. things like you know. Yeah, I, it seems like lately uh, I muted myself. Sorry. It seems like lately a lot of um a, a lot of people have just been like so overworked um and just have so much on their plate i mean my i was texting you earlier as i was running out the door to go do something else with my grandfather and he was like man you got a lot of uh you got a lot of i think i forget what he said pans on the stove or or, it was something something some expression like that um but he's like yeah you, you got you got a lot going on man like um and i mean i wait i you know i'm gonna assistant manager at my store and then I have my family and then I have the show and I'm trying to do so many new things with the show like um, recording deep cuts and stuff like that and it's just like it's so it's it gets it gets to be a lot sometimes it's like the it feels like the perfect stars have to align for everything to happen the yeah. way it should but that's how it is though you know what I mean for you to follow be on that path and to be doing that you have to be yeah. aligning your own the stars have to align you're the star yeah last week we um we lost uh all all of our artists except one um it was just me and caleb for an hour and a half me and him just talked um yeah yeah it was really cool i mean one one um artist he um didn't cancel but we actually pre-recorded something else that i'll be releasing at some point soon um and then one artist, her dog ran off. She had to go find it. Uh, yeah, it was just like a whole mess of things. It was a whole mess of things. And it just, yeah, it feels like it's been that way for a lot of people lately. Yeah, just talking off, sure. off camera, it was just, you know, we're all trying to do so many things. And the world's so crazy right now. And nobody knows what's going on. So it's, you know, to have any kind of sanity is rare. <laughs> yeah. So like nobody think you're alone out there. We're all kind of going batshit crazy at the moment. Yeah, I mean, that's what the that's what the show is all about. Is kind of like it's the Lost Boys, the place to come be kind of like lost together. Like everybody, I feel like everybody's a little lost right now. Yeah. And 
I, I like to have a place where we can all just like be lost together. You know, it's, it's like Neverland. <laughs> it's the adventure though. Like we, we got to keep our minds focused on that. It's the adventure that we're supposed to be on and we're supposed to be having fun and we're supposed to be living a passionate life authentically, you know? And yeah. Self in the mirror in the morning and to, I know, are, am I living authentically? Am I really happy every day? And make changes to do that. You know, like it just, it has to happen. I, you know, and it's harder or easier said than done for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But if you wake can up, I just, can I just say wherever you are right now, I love it. Oh, this is my house. Can I totally like, flip it around? Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just seeing like you're, you're just walking around in nature and you just look like you have like so much awesome, <laughs> like, like behind me. Ooh, where am I? It's my yard. Wow. It's actually my mom's house. It's not mine. That's, had, that's really nice. And this looks like a lot of places to go, like, stomping through the forest and exploring. Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely, I don't know, small Townsville, you know? Yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. We got lots of trees. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. That's pretty much, pretty much all New Hampshire is. It's just trees and less taxes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was able to connect with myself and my environment easier. I was actually in New York like a couple weeks ago. And the thought that some of those people never leave that city mm. and see like mountain ranges <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people who don't. And it was just like heartbreaking for me. Like, I want to bring the trees to them, you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I had... I had a friend, uh, well, he wasn't really, he wasn't really my friend. He was just kind of someone I was in, um, a group home with. Yeah. And, um, at one, in one of the lower security places that I was in, you can earn home visits and go, um, visit home for like, if, if you, if your parents can arrange it and your probation officer can arrange it and everything falls in line, um, you can go home for like 24 hours and then come back, which is it's nice, but it's also kind of like a kick in the teeth. Right. Um, but it's so it's like, uh, but so they'll arrange transports and all the kids will be transported together. And man, some of these kids from Manchester, I mean, and Manchester is one of the smallest cities, you know, ever. And some of these kids, even from Manchester are like, Oh my God, these trees, there's so many trees. I didn't know you live in the woods, Dylan. And I was like, I mean, kind of yeah I, I i have a mountain in my backyard like it's 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 a lot of the if i you know i went out in my backyard right now it's uh we i think we have three acres something like that three and a half three and a half acres so that's it's it's not bad it's not bad uh you know some of it is woods and most but most of it's backyard so that's it's pretty nice um, I just, yeah, I, nature is always something that like settles my mind. And I don't think that we were, I think I was saying this on another episode or something. I don't think we were meant to be kept like, like Chicago and New York and all those big cities. I don't think we we're supposed to be like that. I don't think we we're supposed to be pent up and all packed together like that. Not at all. Everybody needs their own space. And everybody knows that just by living with their spouse or their parents or whatever, um, your own space is definitely a necessity. We weren't even supposed to be living in square houses, to be honest. Everything should have been rounded because energy flows. And whenever you hit a corner, it stops, which that's not good. 
that's where you get blocked yeah. and, you know stagnant energy so that's why teepees oh. are, why yurts are around and like all the old school you know dwellings. i was actually i was actually like uh recently like got kind of went down the rabbit hole of like uh like f- like i was researching like feng shui art and like how you know arranging a room in a certain way or with a certain number of chairs or a certain number of this or whatever um like 13 um is a very is a very powerful number i was learning and just like a lot of the there are literally people who make a whole living off of like rearranging a room to create better energy yeah and it's called feng shui and it was just like so like a mind-blowing i was like whoa what that's so crazy yeah it's like like, of being able to create your energy to flow according to your your actual frequency i mean but i get i get it i get it though because like even just wearing a different piece of clothing or or you know getting a haircut or or something like that like it changes your energy it changes your whole aura arranging a room you know what i mean like you said even if you don't do it like paying attention to feng shui or what you know the, the laws of that are you you just clean your room and get it organized and you're like you know your whole weight's off your shoulders so, yeah a little bit of a difference in energy shift for sure oh absolutely i i've always thought that like a, a clean space is the clean keen key to a clean mind and a lot of people who watch this are gonna laugh their ass off when they hear me say that because i am not like the cleanest person ever and i have been known to have some very trashed rooms but it doesn't mean that i don't believe in the concept i'm not very good at following through with it sometimes but i believe in the concept you're said than done um i am i say i'm sanitary i am not clean like my house is sanitary, but I have clutter, but clutter, then clutter on the other hand drives me absolutely insane. So I'm always stressed out because I have clutter. So it's, right. a bit, it really is. But well, my mom used to say my house isn't dirty. It's just lived in. Just lived it's, in. It's, yeah. So, we, you know, the week old milk cart is sitting on the counter that hasn't been thrown away by the seven people who live here. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. That's yeah, it's life. It is. It it is, man. I, I I know how it is, especially with I literally live in a house with seven people. If okay. not more. I can't I didn't even know my like two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think think about seven. It's yeah. crazy. My backstory, I had six kids in my household, plus their four like best friends were there. Well, five best friends were there all the time. Because they lived with a studio yeah. and I was the cool house to hang out with or in, so it was cool, you know. I loved it. I wouldn't have changed it for the world, but it it does. Sorry about the trucks. No, you're good. You're good. Um, there's a strip mine like right up the hill, so it's my life. It, at night, it sounds like there's uh, monsters coming through the woods, like just. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, you were talking about your backstory and and how you lived in a house with um oh, six kids you know makes although try to keep your uh try to keep your finger off of your microphone i don't know if i don't know if that's the problem or what but can you hear me now yeah you're good awesome but yeah their kids are dirty they don't ever put anything away so yeah i decided to clean decided to clean it was not it was not happening but i i know how to clean but i am not I don't like cleaning at all. 
So if you see me cleaning, like, you know that there's a problem. <laughs> you know it's bad. Like, when I when there are so many dinosaur toys on the floor that I cannot move, there is an issue. These dinosaurs are either getting put in the bucket or in the trash. Because if one more of them goes into my foot, I might die. Like, I tripped over, I tripped over a dinosaur, like, like I don't know, the other day. And I was literally, I was just thinking, oh, you know what? Like, I was just thinking, I did this to myself because I bought a lot of them. Right. You know, I bought a lot. Of, I bought a lot of them. So it's like, oh, this is, is this really his fault or is this my fault my for fault. letting letting him have spiky toys? Self-sabotage, what I call it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Mine was Legos. I hate Legos. I can't stand it. My kids can't have Legos or, or putty. After mm. a buddy was the worst thing ever because it got stuck everywhere. Or slime. Nope. Mm. Oh my god. There's slime stuck to that ceiling right there, actually. <laughs> See, I guess everybody's life is the same. That one's from my little sister. That one's from my little sister about like six years ago, and it's still there's still, still slime stuck up there. Yeah. <laughs> just like she that. Used, yeah, she used to make it herself and just like Yeah. The worst was my niece. She was like a, um, always like concoctions. She had to like mix things together. She was obsessed with it. And so I'd walk around finding like little cups of just the randomness, like liquids and sparkles and glitter. And like, what are these? They're, they were everywhere. It was crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so when you, when I first hit you up, cause you were one of the first people that I hit up um, to come on and do like a deep cuts episode and talk about some stuff. Um, one of the things you mentioned wanting to talk about, and let me pull it up here so that I don't misquote you, um, here. Um, you were thinking, okay, I'm sorry. This is, this is, this is bad radio. Uh, it's okay. You were, you were, essentially saying that you wanted to talk about energy and how it um, basically affects our everyday life. Okay. Uh, the anatomy of our energy system and how it directly affects our quality of life. Uh, following your passion, this world um, is the nuttiest. Uh, we are surrounded by how to cope with what we said above. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I think we touched on that a little bit already is like how, you know, there's certain things you can do to change your energy, but I th think, I guess my question for you is like in your life, what is the biggest, um, when you, when you're feeling like your energy is chaotic and exploding, what is the biggest thing that you do to ground yourself and, and use your energy system to your advantage rather than um, it taking advantage of you. Breath work. Breath work. Really? And like you do, you, you do like deep meditation or just. Um, so there's different, you know, techniques that you can use. I've always just kind of done my own thing. I've always been someone who is like, when I get upset, I'm like, like I have to do that deep breath to like calm myself down if I don't do that it's not happening um so that kind of like was always like what set me into it and then I, I read a book it was called um medical meditation I believe is what it's called I'll have to put it in a link somewhere but it uh 
it changed my life. This book was amazing, but it taught me how like every, I mean, everything is in sync, everything is synergy. So, you know, from meditation to deep breath work, to massage, to, you know, psychedelic, you know, ceremonies, stuff like that. It's all connected in the same way. And like being able to, I don't know, switch modalities, I guess, because I'm never sticking to one, but the breath work is definitely, most definitely my go-to. You don't see me sure. I look like I'm hype, watch out. <laughs> I'm just ready to go then. Yeah. Yeah. I, so something, yeah, that's, that's definitely, I do that too. I think, um, you know, as silly as it sounds, the counting to 10 is like really big for me. That's something I learned when I was very young and it's just, it's very, it's, I, because I, have ADHD. I am very impulsive, right. especially when I get angry. Oh, yeah. Um, so right. taking comfort. to take the, taking that pause is absolutely essential for me because if I don't take a pause, you know, I am liable to do something I will vastly, vastly regret in the future. And right. it, you know what I mean? It's um, bond versus react. You yeah. Know, give yourself that 10 seconds to walk away and just think about it. You know, your perspective might change, you know, that initial heat, you know, let that go away and then think about it and then you should respond, you know, and it, it does because that gets you in, especially with your spouse, I'm sure, you know, that I know my, my experience is that initial hurt some, somewhere in your body that they just kind of tickled, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're upset about something from something past life, from your childhood, whatever, and they just triggered it, right. you know, at that initial response, it's not even you. It's, it's almost like it's a, it's a parasite or it's a, um, another frequency, another version of you that hurt child or that hurt, you know, is coming out in you. You're, you're channeling. Right. It's crazy because right. I'm actually doing a, um, a, an amazing channeling uh, workshop right now because I've been definitely getting a lot more in tune. Um, I don't know if it's with these solar flares, with these, you know, solar eclipse coming up, which is going to be huge, by the way. And we definitely need to talk about that. Um, and like the whole energy around that but shit see that threw me off that's how that's how infatuated that's my rabbit hole lately is this this, this god i i almost sent you this verse i was working on last night or did i maybe i did you i can't did. remember what i remember i did i did oh my god yeah it, and it was i there were these things it was bouncing around in my head there were just all these like big things happening like that they like they're ju just like, I mean, like giant murder hornets, like they straight up admitted that they have alien spacecrafts, like there's, fire, there's half so of, half of Hawaii and California and Canada are all on fire. Like just all these big things. And I think they're all connected. It is I think they're all connected. I mean, this is obviously my understanding. And if you don't agree with me, I still love you. You know what I mean? But <laughs> the world is. I mean, it's where we're seeing that, that, that end of days intro, you know what I mean? What's yeah, I was, and I think I, I, I can't remember what part of what I was working on that I sent you, but I think one of the lines that I was working on in there was, um, it was talking about the end of days and it's just like, it is, it is really scary. Like it, there is like, it, it's shit that you would see on, uh, on a movie, dude, like, uh, a, a, like. 2012 that movie where you know we all thought we were gonna die at, in 2012 and i mean i was ready for it i was full-on prepared 
1999. That was that was 18 in 1999. So we were like everybody's Y2K in it. So I've been through a couple of them now. <laughs> yeah, the, the Y2K. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I feel like they're like, they really, and I've, I'm not the only person who has this opinion. I've had a lot, I've heard a lot of people say this, um, including one of my favorite podcasters ever, um, whether you like him or not. Um, I think Joe Rogan is um, a brilliant man and he makes a lot of good points and he he really thinks that they're that the end is like upon like he's he's had conversation many many he has like five podcasts with Elon Musk yeah. who is like who is like the future of pretty much everything and tapped into what's going on and if Elon Musk thinks that we're this close to getting cyborg chips implanted in our brains and colonizing Mars it, the end is coming, man. Like Elon Musk is saying, the end is coming. Like shit's shit's about to go south. Yeah. And it, and I sure. feel like they're doing all this to hide that from us, and they know. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I mean, if you look at all of the um, different things that have been said, like the Euphrates River drying up, that's happening. Um, in the Bible, it, it quotes Israel going to war again. You know what I mean? With the that springs in the solar uh, eclipse as well, because I think, and I might be, you know, misquoting this a little bit, but not off by much. It's like there's been three times that this kind of solar eclipse has occurred within the time frame of, a, of another one. And it was when Jesus Christ was re uh, resurrected, whenever mm, Moses got the tablets, or no, the, the, maybe it was the flood. I think it was the flood and now. So <laughs> those are big. Yeah. Things. And the <laughs> fire, I believe it was the fire in Maui. Um, what is the biggest is the biggest in over a hundred years. Right. And I, you know, that's, I, again, my understanding is that is completely, it was completely man-made. It was us, our, our government or the elite getting property. They were murdering people for property. I mean, <laughs> And, and, and they didn't, yeah, well, the payout that these people got for a compensation of their lives and their livelihood set a one time, and I have said this so many times, I sound like a broken record, a one time payment of $700, what the fuck? Right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, I, they just watched their entire community. I wrote, actually wrote something about this, and I would love to read it. I don't know if I can. I, can I get to my... Yeah. Um, funny, you just... It's not... So, and also you got to think that um, Hawaii, they just took them out. They took them out at the knees and what a drop in frequency in the, the whole earth felt that day. You know what I mean? Just because of that. Yeah. I mean, I was, and, and you know, I hate to keep like quoting other podcasts, but I just listened to a lot of them to kind of just like get myself in the same mindset. And, you know, I was listening to one uh, with the rock and, you know, who is from, from Maui and he was saying that, like, when you fly in, most of the time you feel that, like, aloha, happy spirit. And now when you fly in to Hawaii, like, it just feels like doom and gloom. Ohana, yeah, and there's no ohana. <laughs> yeah, that, sure. that's what he said. His, 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 it seems like the mana is drained. Um, and, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Uh, and it just it just feels like those people's whole spirit has been crushed and drained and it's so sad so sad it really is i'm sorry i'm kind of like staring off into nowhere i'm looking for that uh there it no is. you're good 
No, you're good. I, I, I assumed you were looking for your piece. All right. What if this happened to you? What if in the midst of chaos, you ran to your hose to protect your home, just to find that the water had been shut off? What if you tried to report the water issue and call for help and realize that your town's communications had been completely shut off? What if you then grabbed your family to run outside to get in your car and drive to safety to find that you're being forced to stay? All paths out of hell's path have been blocked. What if you stood in the ocean for hours, slowly suffocating, forced to watch your community being destroyed? What if you were walking past hundreds of charred vehicles in the midst of a street and uh, sorry, <laughs> a street with entire families from your neighborhood, your children's school still inside, like they had no warning or ability to, ability to escape? What if you woke up today and your entire life, everything you've ever seen or was gone? The families you grew up with in shock and turmoil. What if the pieces started fitting together and the lies of natural disaster that fled to the masses do not match what you witnessed firsthand in front of you? What if once the smoke clears, you see the truth of how this unfathomable tragedy came to be and the truth that leads you to the very people who have taken oaths to serve us and our land? There are no what ifs and there are no, there's no when. We can't let this slide. We need to come together and stand up for the people of Hawaii, for all of us, who all have been affected by the greed and the ignorance of our satanic leaders. We're sorry. We need to do better. You deserve better. Wow. Wow. Just, Thank you. It's like, that's like a, you get that morning. I was just thinking about, like, I could not imagine if I was sitting in on this show. <laughs> And we had a whole row of cars and people were still sitting in them charred and you're walking by your neighbors. That's, that's just sucks, man, that people would do that to people. <laughs> and I can't yeah. for the reckoning to happen. So those little fuckers can burn. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, and whether, and whether here's the thing, whether it was a man-made fire, which is sick and sadistic. It is still a, or whether you, or whether, you believe that it was natural. It is still a big example of the lack of fucking human empathy that is, uh, that is in the world today. Absolutely. I mean, do we, they're, they're supposed to be our 50th state, but we don't treat them like no. our 50th state. We treat them like they're, they're just off on this little, you know, Island. They, you know what I mean? They, they're not part of the landmass. So they, you know, matter less and and that shouldn't be like that it's absolutely disgusting and yeah the the way we've the way we've grown to treat each other and i think it's because of the internet and i think it's because of you know you can get on your phone you can say whatever the fuck you want to whoever the fuck you want anytime oh. all right i can hear you i think we're back i think we're back all right cool Awesome. Thank God. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's all right. I'm still. I still Thank want to talk, but I am getting in the car to go somewhere. But we can still chat. No, you're you're absolutely fine. Um, you're absolutely fine. I, I I'll just uh edit edit that out later, and they won't even know what happened. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't. I if you don't want to, um, I don't want to keep you for too much longer. No, if you've good. got somewhere you gotta go. Conversation for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you were you were talking. Uh, by the way, that that piece was amazing, and it was an amazing tribute. And um, I hope I, I and I'm glad you did it on here. And 
I hope that you share that uh, more because that that's one of those pieces that definitely needs to be shown and get out there. Uh, yeah. It's just that, that was- you know, my heart really breaks for the people from the past, the present and the future that have had their lives altered or taken or because of greed. And it's just, it's, you know, want to hold space for all of them <laughs> just because it's just a, it's a horrible thing that people do to each other. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. But then you were sitting there like, you know, there's people who can think whatever they want and I, I appreciate their, you know, their perception of it, but like Oprah hired in the kind of like a whole fire thing, uh, like two months, three months before the fire even happened for that week at her house. There's like records of it. Like, well, I mean, then huh. this is all things that I've just read about and I've researched and I've is... so I'm not so, hundred percent. But so I have a so I have a question. Yeah. So if we if we operate under the assumption that the end is coming and that these people know that the end that the elites know that the end is coming. Where are they going? We, we of course have to operate under the assumption that money is meaningless. And so that the so the only reason these so my question is, do you think that these people are acquiring so much wealth to get themselves the fuck off this planet or or I mean go underground or what do you think that their eventual end goal is with all this money if the end is coming? What is going on? I don't know. Is they don't some, want us to. They're trying to block no. us. They're trying to keep us from getting Crazy. the message I'm out. Back. All right. I, I guess she'll be back. We'll uh, pause and come back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the government, though. This is them fucking with us. You got to know it is. You got to know it is. They don't, they're silencing us. They're straight up silencing us. They don't want us to speak the truth. Yeah. Oh, it's bullshit. So, <laughs> you know, and like I said, all this stuff is my opinion and it's just stuff that I've researched and like, you know, I, fe- I felt into and I just, I, I vibe with, you know, like I, I follow, I'm really trying to follow my instincts over my mind lately. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, these people, you know, had horrible things done to them. These it was all pre a precursor. And are they trying to get land? Absolutely. If you think about it, if, um, Giza, the Giza Strip, and Hawaii, two of the most religious, spiritual places in the world, and what's happening to them right now. And I mean, do you know how many people? It all. <laughs> do you know how many celebrities have built bunkers in the last three months? Oh yeah. So listen. That I know of that I know of 19. Yeah. 19 celebrities or politicians have built bunkers or started production on bunkers in the past three months. Yes. Yep. Um, so that again, the sooner the the lunar eclipse or the solar eclipse that's happening here on April 8th. So I had visions about this. Like I said, I'm going into this whole like psychic I'm not going into it. It was like 2019. I started going into like real deep into it. Psychic awakening and I have been exploring more of that lately and I'm definitely tapped in a little more than I've ever been and in getting so much information that it's like, it just makes so much sense. If it makes sense, look at, look at how our like previous beliefs were, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not asking you to change. Just think about it. Just consider it, you know, don't shut it out because if you look back at those beliefs and like, 
I don't know. We were just all asked. I like what you said. I like what you said about following your instincts instead of your mind because our minds, whether we want them to or not, they're getting brainwashed. As much as we try to fight against it, you know, you can, you like you, you um, were telling me that you um, limit um, the t- the TV that gets watched in your house. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of YouTube watching, so. But right, it's not- right. But you're, but like, that's, that's the other thing is, or I, I personally, I don't watch any major news channels. Um, I don't, I honestly, I don't really get my news from anywhere. I get my news from listening to podcasts and listening to real people react to it and talk about it. And you know what I mean? That's, that's where I get my news is, is podcasts are, podcasts are independent. They're not owned by a, most of them at least are not owned by a like corporation. Um, they're independent, so people could say whatever the fuck they want on there. Um, and right, so that's that's where I try to get my news. But again, I try to limit my news watching to limit my brainwashing. But I know that we're being brainwashed just driving down the street and seeing signs. You know what I mean? We're being brainwashed in all sorts of different little tiny ways that we don't even realize. I mean. If you want to get down to the nitty gritty, there might be shit in the air. There's definitely shit in the food. Okay. There we we can't we can't prove the chemtrails and the shit in the air, but oh, yeah, I we, can we we can prove the fucking shit in the food. We I that's that's like already a fact and people just ignore it. People like my I have a friend that used to call McDonald's nuggets 3D printed nuggets. And I was I was like, yeah, that's actually probably pretty accurate, bro. That's that's you're dead on with that description there because it's all, it's all fake. It's all. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. It's not, none of it's real anymore. That's crazy to me. I don't know. I'm definitely, it makes me just want to go deeper into the woods. That's all it does. (laughs) I was, I was thinking the other day about like shows like survivor or shows like where they bring all these people from, you know, middle to upper class. Um, out into the woods and you see their personalities just shift um, and you see them become different people. You know what I mean? And it's their diet. It's their environment. It's how they interact with each other. It's everything. And and that's why I was like what you were saying about, you know, listen to your instincts instead of your mind. Cause it's kind of like we our instincts are part of nature. You know what I mean? Our our everyday thoughts have been influenced by the government and the and and the, you know advertisements and everything around us. But our instincts are our primal side. That's what's they're all senses, and we have like unlimited right. senses. Our hair's sense. You know what I mean? Our hair actually, but it you know why it doesn't anymore? Because we wash it with our the water that has fluoride in it, so they don't act as sensors anymore. They don't relay yeah. as much information. It's slower information coming back to you. Like every, you guys, there's so much going on and we were sitting there saying like, follow your instincts. Think about, so this is like going to kind of be a little deep just because it's deep for me. (laughs) And I don't know how, like some people might, might go right over your head, but if it does, then it does. Um, When you're channeling. Oh, how do I explain it? Um, Communication like channeling with your spirit guides, with your guardian angels, with other frequencies that are higher than you. They don't have language. 
they don't understand language. They don't do this. All they do is give, they know feeling, they know vibration, they know frequency, which is your emotion, which is your, um, you know, your, your vibe, your fingerprints, like, you know, all those things. So it's like, you have to start, stop talking and start feeling, stop, start, mm -hmm. stop listening and feel. And Absolutely. your life is going to. Um, there's, there's like three things that just popped into my brain when you said that, uh, first thing is, uh, a lot of my grandparents and my mom used to tell me you have one mouth and two ears, listen twice as much as you talk. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that I was literally just talking about this the other day on another podcast. Literally, I, I was the one who mentioned it was that I believe that we are. We're, we're not the only ones in the galaxy, obviously, or we're not the only ones in the cosmos, obviously, but it, we are also one of the most primitive, like to them. And I would literally said to them using sound waves to speak probably seems so fucking stupid and primitive, but it and it, it, they don't it, to the them, language. to them using sound waves to speak is like us walking instead of taking cars. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, why would you do that when you have such a better, more efficient way? Like literally just, and I mean, Elon Musk was talking about, you know, he's, and this scares me talking about like the Neuralink putting, putting cybernetic chips in people's heads, which yeah. on one hand that scares the fuck out of me. Um, it's, but on the other hand, there is medical potential for it. There is a medical potential for it. And it's yeah, just there like, is, but man, where is the boundary with that too? Like, and I right. hate to say that, you know, like we are on a planet Yeah, as, as the, in this reality, it is a planet. It is here. We are on it, you know, and it is going to be full someday. And I really so, don't, I wouldn't want to be on, on an earth that that happens. I would rather yeah. everything end before then, you know, because people are vicious. We've seen, we see that firsthand every day. Absolutely. And, and to go back to what you were saying about like, we need yeah. to start feeling each other's frequencies and vibrations. And, um, a lot of people might not know this about me. They do now. Cause I've probably mentioned it a couple times by now in various episodes, but it's, um, may come as a shock to you that one of my favorite artists is Beethoven. And one of my favorite artists is Beethoven, not only because his music is amazing, but be that man, he was deaf which means that man literally operated off of vibrations and frequencies. That man literally felt the vibrations of the universe and not only the vibrations of the universe, but the vibe was, he was operated on the same frequency. Uh, what it's like, a, my favorite is the ninth symphony. It's like a fucking six to eight minute song for six to eight minutes. He was on the same vibration and frequency as his whole orchestra. Everybody playing every single instrument in that orchestra was operating on the same frequency as he was in, in completely in tune with like, and it was just the, he there, he was a different breed. And just, I think that that potential, like he unlocked like a human, I feel like we could all do that. Everybody we can could all be, oh, we could yeah. all be like Beethoven like that's like the next level of human consciousness it is you know mentioned well it's not fifth well it's fifth is like borderline so the fourth is physical body once you get into fifth you, you lose you've lost the physical body but you're still not 
It's like the sixth and the 11th, like sixth to 11th dimension to is all like the higher frequency that doesn't have a, like a physical body. Right. So when you're up there, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, with the vibration and the frequency with cymatics. So cymatics is just the pulse, right? And there's of, or the reaction on of water, the vibration, the, the pattern that it makes. But it's, it's like your fingerprints, for instance. So my frequency, this is my cymatics, the, the pattern of my cymatics. Kind of cool. Little nice to know news. When you're, I, I like. Yeah, when you're channeling or like, and everybody can do it. So you just have to raise your frequency to a high enough spot where you can start tapping in from that fourth to fifth dimension. So like where that's where I'm at, I'm teetering. I can, I'm in like the fourth dimension, but I can like reach in a little bit to that fifth dimension. But because I'm still physical, I can't ever get fully in there until I'm non-physical. And right, because it, we are we are tethered to our you know mortal bodies. Right. We are we are more than that, and and that and it, that is literally it's one of the laws of physics. Energy doesn't dissipate; it just changes well, form. Right. Um. I mean, and that's and that's why and that, and that's why like for the the main reason I believe in ghosts is because of the laws of physics. Because of the laws of physics, the laws of physics actually support, if you think about it, um, and, and there's a lot of what people would call supernatural or paranormal th things that I believe in. Um, but, but if you really think about it, the laws of physics don't disprove these things. They actually work in their favor. They support them. If you think about it close enough. What? Um, and I, I actually asked and. Now I'm not religious. I'm just spiritual. But I asked. I was, I was at a church one time because a lot of my family is spiritual, and I asked a pastor. I was like, "How do you um, reconcile the Big Bang with your, um, you know, st with your story of creation? How do you reconcile science's explanation with your, um, you know, story of creation?" And he said, "If you actually go in and you know what, and you actually know the science, and you actually know the Bible." Um, they actually support each other. Um, and I was like, and I had to think about it and I was just like, the, and then there was just so many things that were like, huh, you know what? You, they, there's something to that. There's right. something to that because, and, and that's, and that's where, and that, that's where it comes down to me feeling like every religion is kind of the same on, on some level. Um, you they know locations but you know just different names right it's the same force it's the same yeah guys we all have force a, of energy force. that was our that creation. that right it's you know we are all part of creation Going you know what i mean so. and and i was saying this i was saying this earlier too is um the idea of thinking of God as that the main reason I'm not religious, two reasons. One, I could never get along with anybody long enough. <laughs> could never keep my mouth shut if I was religious. And two, the idea of thinking of God to me as a single entity seems silly. Like a, a, a guy with a beard and a chair, like it just, it seems a little silly to me. I, and I think that whatever force create like this creation, it doesn't need, it doesn't need fingers, toes. It doesn't need hands. It doesn't need a, body it doesn't need a beard certainly doesn't need a beard um you know it doesn't it it, it it's just it could be mist it could be whatever it, you know what i mean it, it it the when you stare out into space 
and you see the the blackness in between all the stars dark, that's dark matter right and scientists have yet to find out exactly they they have a theory like they theorize on it but they don't actually know what the fuck dark matter actually is if you go on wikipedia it straight up tells you scientists have no idea what dark matter actually is but their theory is that it is the essence basically the essence of creation it is the for it is the energy that uh, that keeps expanding um Dark matter is is the energy. It, it, dark matter turns into what we would call light matter, which is physical objects. Right. Um. And and dark matter is what allows the universe to expand infinitely. Mm-hmm. Um. And when you think about it that way, like it su- it supports like the dark matter is a scientific theory, but it supports almost every religion out there. And their their theory of creation, you know what I mean, um, and it, it's just it's just interesting because, and that's that's the other thing why I believe in paranormal things is because it's like you're gonna tell me that every every um, continent on Earth had a story about a dragon, without any of them talking to each other, or all of them had a version of a vampire, or all of them had a different version of a ghost thousands of years before we could communicate with each other obviously there was something to the these things yeah absolutely and you actually, know what I mean? dragon, this is the year of the dragon and i i am dragon in the chinese uh astrology and it is it's actually my when I, the day that i'm born it only happens it's like very rare something something happens i'm not i don't follow it that much but it has to be do with being the dragon and like this is the close of my karmic cycle um, which I'm going to completely forget what we were talking about again now because I went off on that stand. That, but yes, and dragons are huge right now. Everybody is talking about dragons. I didn't hear anything about it. And then this like this group, that workshop that I'm doing, all these people are channeling dragons. They're like their dragon energy. And I'm telling you, dragon energy, I've been, I was in a dragon ceremony when I was out in Reno. And in that ceremony, my energy, I've never felt a more physical presence in my body. You know what I mean? Like an energy, like the energy felt physical. I could feel tingling. I could feel like, you know, like my chakras were like just going, you know, AWOL. It was nuts. It was, it was a definitely a different energy. Um, yeah. It, and it was the most like exciting energy that I had. So my, someone, someone mentioned something uh, the other day. Um, and I can't remember whether it was one of my friends or one of my podcasts or whatever it was, but they were like, why do we think that dinosaurs made sounds? Because in the movies you see that, um, they just make whatever sounds kind of seem cool without any study of, you know, larynx or voice box or any of that. Right. So, um, but they were like, why do we think dinosaurs made sound? Do you know any lizards that make sound? I mean, you know what I mean? Some of them make that little call. I think the one like makes like a screech, but yeah, no. Right. Most, most lizards don't make sound. Um, and I, I think that dragons were, in my opinion, a evolved higher species of dinosaur or, or, or dinosaurs were evolved from them, like ancestors of more primitive, because I think that dragons were like as smart as us, if not smarter. Um, and like, I, I like the portrayals in movies where they make the dragon like a wise, like, like Dragonheart. Uh, I grew up on the Dragonheart movies. They, 
and that I have that's what I've always that's what I've always like uh, imagined is and and here's the thing is like this earth this entire planet it belonged to reptiles at one point we have to remember that it belonged to reptiles and then whatever force whether you call it god or allah or whatever the hell it is said no we need a reset something isn't working whether it was you know and and and, and i'm sure that and in my at least my opinion is that it had something to do with war or famine or disease or one of the things that we still deal with to this day and i think that it's a reset like the 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 asteroid was a reset trying to get it right again trying yeah. to fucking make a species that would not tear themselves apart and that's following your instinct and you are right sir <laughs> and we're doing i feel like and everybody says history repeats itself and i think that the dinosaurs were either tearing i mean i don't obviously i'm not going to be like you know there there were homeless dinosaurs and you know they didn't get they didn't get their money coming home from the military like that's the problems we're dealing with but on a like deeper level the essence of that problem the essence of that problem has always been part of always been part of society always been part of nature war and famine and starvation and, and starvation and famine are the same thing i'm sorry <laughs> Um, but you know yeah so and i think that it's a we're due for a cosmic reset yeah it's absolutely a cosmic reset and like i said the three times it happened was when um what was it jesus was resurrected and the next was when uh noah flooded that's when it was there was a the, the sky went black in the bible um so it's the same thing with this and it's it's exactly what you just said the um it's a reset it's a reset. Which way do you choose to go? Be in the path of the totality. If you want to, if you want to ascend kind of thing. So it's big. It's April 8th. It's coming. And I remember on, I think it was August 17th in 2017 was the last one. And it's exactly seven years apart. They cross over and make an X right over the United States. Um, and the United States, uh, it's funny that the totality area is like four minutes or six minutes or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but it's like double the amount of time that the last one was and the amount of energy shifting and um, people ascending from, you know, second to third, third to fourth, you know, it, it was crazy then. And so you're going to have a whole nother double the time, you know, shock of this energy whenever these yeah these two paths cross and it's right over little Egypt, uh, Illinois, which in oh, really? a prophecy that God will return over little Egypt is a prophecy that has every other prophecy that that person has done has come to fruition. So it's like, it's definitely that time. If you look on any talk show, anything that is what everybody's talking about. Um, and we're kind of already living it, but nobody realizes it because we're so caught up, which was their plan all along. So so there was, and I, I, I'm trying, I was trying to find it on my phone. Um, I, I, w I don't want to take too much time trying to Google, um, during the podcast, but there was this mass extinction event that happened. Um, and the, and it's the closest human his, humans have ever been to extinction. Yeah. And it was a super volcano and it 
clouded everything. Brought, brought, brought us down to a thousand people. A thousand. I mean, that's that's a, that's not even a concert. Where did that's you? That's not even. That's some high schools. That's that's some high schools. A thousand people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that is absolutely insanity. But uh, I feel like the human race, and now whatever force, whatever energy is out there, it's going to do what it wants. And and if it wants us wiped out, we're going to get wiped out. But I feel like the human race is probably. I I feel like we're resilient. Just something. That's what my instincts tell me is that we might be primitive and we might be toxic, but I think whatever force has kept us along, kept us around this long, sees something in us, sees some kind of something that they don't see in other races throughout the, the, the cosmos or, or, or that's rare. We have this resilience of the we have this like raw fuck you like we have this resilience as human beings and ju- to to just get back like it's like the rocky like it's not about how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep swing we have this like mentality as human beings we just always get back up swinging one way or another one so, way or another we right. always just keep, keep going yeah you're um, talking, right but it's not because we're just badasses. It's they like, they are helping us or whatever source is helping us get through all this is because we are all one and we are all connected. And for them to ascend, the next, the next people down have to ascend. It's like a right. separate process. Like the, the, the people above us are, it's their job. And then they get their like, you know, stickers on the board. If they help other, you know, people or other societies or creatures, whatever ascend. So that's where we're getting the help that we're getting. So are we now not, I mean, not, not just like not in a religious sense, I guess in a spiritual sense or whatever, but are, are we more worthy of that ascension than dinosaurs in, in that line of reasoning or like, because my, my question is, you know, why if we are so toxic and we are so just evil why have we been allowed to you know continue this way well and 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 that's why i was just thinking go go ahead sorry that's okay reptiles and i mean let's go back to the earliest of books of the bible which no one gets access to because they took them away um there's two books of adam and eve which were the first two books um and in those it explains obviously the serpent which was who fold the darkness that fold Eve. Um, I mean, serpents, they talked, they stood up and walked. They were, they were actually beings. And whenever he manipulated, whenever that serpent manipulated Eve and then, then did it again, like he gave it one chance to be like its normal self. And then I guess again, he did it and he took him, took away, he took his ability to the ability to walk away or stand upright and speak. So there's that whole, I don't think I've actually heard that. Um, that that I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. That sounds like a. The, the first I'm gonna have to go. Adam and Eve. You can look it up on like Audible. There's actually huh. a really good book on there that has all, all anything that we have access to, which is still like there's like 30 books missing. I mean, I've I've heard like obviously the the basic like Adam and Eve story that's like pumped into the media. Oh, um, no. it's all about but, but like it yeah. 
exactly what I've, I've got. I've gone a little bit into detail, and but I haven't. Um, I haven't. I haven't researched the the that too much. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go in and and read read some of that and listen. I, I have Audible, so I I download stuff all the time. It's so so easy for me to just um, zone out and kind of. That's kind of like free credits. One of my one of my credits. Yeah, I know, and it's that's one of that's one of my. Um, coping mechanisms where I find like my happy place is not like not just writing or whatever, but like when I just like listening to a book or listening to a podcast or reading a book or whatever, like it's, it's not just about escapism, you know, it's, it's about, it's about escapism, but I also relate. I can't help but relate everything to my own life and what's going on in the world or whatever. So I feel like, learning i feel like i'm learning more than i'm uh escaping you know because I, all these all the movies all the shows all the whatever they're all written by people and i so that so i feel like i'm kind of studying people in a way and i'm kind of studying how we think and like you know like the the trends that are going on in popular TV shows. Like I'll, I'll go back and I'll watch like some of the shows that I watched when I was a kid on Disney channel and I'll, and they'll all kind of have like a same vibe to me. And like some of the jokes, like they don't age very well. And it's because we've shifted, you know what I mean? And be, and it's the pair and it's like the paradigm and the like think of like thinking that it, shifted like everything like if you watch a disney channel shows or nickelodeon shows now like they feel nothing like they used to absolutely nothing like they used to there are the new ones at least um mm-hmm. or and that's the same with like a lot of shows is they just um the minds the, the mindset of society has changed so therefore the writing of society has changed oh yeah you we're know? looking at it from a completely different angle than when we were kids life's completely different I feel horrible for our kids, to be honest. I mean, not that I wouldn't want to bring them into this world like other people say, but it's just, they're just so limited. And what it is, is like, they're, they're, they're trying to push us to a, like an, a, a civilization that has no emotion because then we're destroyed because you can't live without emotion. You can't live without spirituality. And that goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? So all they're doing is trying to, you know, they, over time that they, they, they took family away. They took you know, be able time being able to spend time with family away. They took um, family TV shows away and put in individual things that they knew that the the older people were going to hate. So they wanted to be as far away from those kids as possible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, it's all freaking planned. Is it's little things like that? Even it's silly. It really is. Yeah, it is. It is all like that's what scares me. Is like it's all part of this big scheme. Like they're all everything's connected and whether it's, you know, the politicians they have in office or the shows that are on the, the TV or whatever, it's all very carefully crafted to, um, now there's this, this show that I watch, um, and it's called the boys Mm -hmm. and it is about, so superheroes are real, but they are, created their government assets they're created by this government funded company um and they are basically uh celebrities and they're used to um 
control the minds of the people and influence them. And there is just that show is that show should win like like just everything, every award because it 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 it, it, it it's a badass show with a lot of action and a lot of this and that, which is awesome and cool and it has superheroes which people love. But then it ends up being such making like a statement about our society and what's actually going on in the world. And it is the most brutal. And I, and I warn you if you ever decide to watch it, it is brutal. There is a, yeah, very, 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 very graphic, very, very graphic. Um, But it, it makes you, really feel how fucked up this world like this world that he created is or whatever and how he's all these things are are references to our real world and the things that are going on in our real world and but the basic basic concept is you know if if what if super what if absolute power corrupted absolutely so they have the, these superheroes like the Justice League. There's, they're they're all parodies. Like you know, there's a guy who can fly and shoot lasers, and but they're all fucked up parodies of superheroes. Which in the 1970s, and 1980s, I took a comic class, and in the 1970s, and 1980s, that's what comics were used for. They were used for propaganda, for war propaganda. I mean, the the biggest examples of that are Captain America, obviously fighting Nazis, and then you have Wonder Woman over here with her magic lasso uh, just so much innuendo that it's just uh, i've frankly like i i mean i don't get me wrong i love wonder woman i wouldn't change her costume even if i could but like it is very sexist if the original wonder woman comic is extremely sexist oh, absolutely. and and it was made to be and they were war propagandas mm-hmm. and um so basically the theory of this show is that um they learned how to create real superheroes and use them the same way they did the comic books in the eighties. Right. But in real, but in real life, putting them on the news for, you know, doing, giving speeches, you know, make, but, but also putting them on kids, lunch boxes, you know what I mean? Like, and it just, it, it is such a good con that show is such a good commentary on today's society. It really is. Um, the boys, the boys, and it, it's on it. Unfortunately, it's only on Amazon, so you have to pay for it. But uh, yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, then uh, that it's on there, and it is fantastic. It's one of the best commentaries on our society. I, I can't give enough praise to it, but be warned, it is graphic. Right. Yeah. yeah. I can't. This- I know that stuff anymore, man. The graphic stuff. I. Mm. Sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. It affects me my whole day if I see stuff like that. So, yeah, the the I, so without spoiling any of it for anybody who wants to watch it out there, but the the first scene starts with the first scene of the first episode starts with um, this girl, this girl and it, her boyfriend, and he's standing a little on the sidewalk, and they're holding hands like this, and she's standing off of the sidewalk, and somebody with super speed comes and just runs through her, cloud of pink mist. All over him. He's just standing there holding her detached hands. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's awful. And, and that's how this show starts off. And then the media 
covers it up. The media tries to say that um, they were standing in the middle of the street and that like they weren't like right on the side. Like they, the media tries to say that they were standing in the middle of the street so that this, you know, uh, super hero or whatever, like that he can save face or whatever. Cause he's a big part of their company. And yeah, it's, that's how the show starts. That sets the tone for the entire show. And then it gets more fucked up from there. <laughs> but yeah, that's the tone for the entire show is, and, and it's the tone is the government doing fucked up shit and then covering it up and us. And so the boys are these group of humans who decide enough is enough. We're going to hunt these fuckers down. We're going to kill every soup until we get to the top and take this entire corrupt organization down. And that's what the boys are. And that, yeah. Well, um, let's take a page out of their notebook. Hell yeah. The lost boys. Let's take, <laughs> let's, let's take their fucking elite bullshit down. Like that's, that's uh, as much as this show is about love and compassion and um, joining together as people. It is, also about rising up as people um, against the evil in the world. Um, I, I agree. I'm being comfortable. I think, I, I think everybody who comes on this show uh, would would at least agree with that sentiment a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It gives us an avenue to to talk. And it's like you know, there's so many different things you can watch right now, and there's all these reels, and there's all these you know, YouTube videos, and you know, you don't know what to believe, what to, you know my advice on that is just whatever you find that triggers you or that, you know, um, makes you excited or makes you curious. If it does that research it, find out the truth about it. Don't, you know, you don't, you don't always, you should never listen to one side. People, right. the, 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 the race that we need to be, or you know, the, the people that we need to be are people who are willing to realize that there's another way. Or there could yeah. be their way. You know what I mean? And once we learn that, a lot of the ego, a lot of that stuff falls off because, you know, you're not comparing anymore. You're not, you know, well, the, you, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It, it's their method of dividing and conquering. It's, yeah. it's to get us, it's to get us to c compare, um, you know, they, they, they wrap us in chains and then make us compare their lengths. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, but it's one of my favorite. Um, and it is, it, it, they, they make us fight with each other so that we're not fighting against them. Um, and they give us, they give us the things to fight about. They cause the problems, they cause the issues so that we're one fighting with each other and two looking to them for help. And then they can try um, and to save us, right? There's, there's, really <laughs> uh, you listen to Tom McDonald, right? Uh, yeah, I have. He he has this great line in one of his earlier songs. He says, and, and he, the song is about um, pills and the and the government and and how they're pumping them into just mainstream society and in all the rappers and whatnot. Um, and he has this great line where he says. Um, they, they created the problem to give you pills that'll solve them. It's brilliant. Oh, absolutely. They, and it is, it's so true. Like they create our anxiety 
with their fear mongering. They, you know, it, it is all an elaborate plan to get us to be distracted from the truth of what's going on, to be distracted from their main goals and to fight with each other. Right. If you've never listened to like the elites agenda that they signed in 1860 something um, or researched the Rockefellers and what they did or Carnegie or, and that's local to Carnegie's Pittsburgh, Um, you know, research it. Look what these people did. I mean, they bought out the entire world or the entire, entire United States medical systems, hospitals and colleges so that they could teach their own curriculum, their own you know, way of things, wanting things to be. They repopulated the freaking United States pretty much with babies on a train. Look at that. So crazy things that happened that you don't know about. And that's not taught. There are right. And that in that line, in that line of thought, actually, um, there, so I went to, um, and it was still part of the regular school district, but I went to, um, for some of my classes, at least I went to an alternative school, Mm-hmm. Um, which was just a smaller class right down the road. Um, and the history teacher there, now I know for a fact she taught us more than she was supposed to. And mm-hmm. she taught us more than was in the actually his actual history book um, because, you know, she had a history book and we would read from that sometimes. But then she would, I'd come to class and she'd have these packets printed out from Google you know what I mean? And she, so she, and her, a big thing that we went over was uh, the Rockefeller. And when we were like, you know, it's her job when she's teaching us about economics to teach us about uh, monopolies. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, the monopoly man is literally drawn, I I believe after Rockefeller, right? With the Mm -hmm. hat and the monocle or whatever he's, I think he's drawn to look like um, Rockefeller. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's about, you know, we're going to, we will make these people confused. We will take them away from their families. We will make them spend eight hours or, you know, most of their days in a place learning, um, obsolete things, you know, like it's like all in there signed, dated 18 something crazy. <laughs> yeah. There, it, it is, it is absolutely insane what these billionaires are doing nowadays and like the, it's it's scary like not just hearing about them building bunkers but just like like i said i i listen to a lot of podcasts with elon musk and i obviously don't agree with everything elon musk is doing but um and elon musk apparently doesn't agree with everything he's doing but his theory is um if you can't, if you can't beat it, join it. It that's his theory. Um, that that's which is a it's which is a flawed concept. But that that's his theory with like AI at least. I mean, yeah, uh, the perspective of AI and if they end up taking over the world, um, he thinks that our only two options are either to die out and AI takes over the world, or we merge and become symbiotic with it, which we kind of already are. If you don't have this on you, you feel like you were missing an arm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, my back pocket vibrates when I don't even have my phone. You know, how? what is that? Like, like the ghost vibrate? <laughs> yeah, it's like a phantom. Yeah. I know. A, it's a, true. Yeah, you have phantom limb syndrome. Yeah. Because it is a part of you. And 
the and what he was saying was we are already cyborgs. The only difference is the the cybernetics have not merged with our biology, and so therefore the data transfer is much slower. And um, it's it it scares me. On on one hand, like I was saying earlier, it scares me to think of the advance of technology and you know how we could go one day go Terminator, um, and that would be really scary. But on the other hand, you know he's talking about like giving paraplegics their legs back and giving sight back to the blind. Like you can't ignore that either. You know what I mean? You really so can't. it, it it's a toss. If you go back to like primordial stuff, it goes back to survival of the fittest. Where's where's the limit? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that people as a whole will eventually now I will never agree to have a chip implant. Let's be very clear. I will never agree to have any kind of chip implanted in any kind of my body whatsoever. Um if the closest I'll come is like if I crack my skull open and they need to put a plate, fine. But Besides that, like I will never have anything implanted in my body, um, right. and but I think that we will eventually, as a society, give over. Uh, and this is—I'm not saying maybe—I'm not saying decades, maybe centuries, maybe in decades. But we will eventually give over to the eventual rise of technology, and because people will want the the health benefits and the convenience and will eventually um, f- forget about the term terminator shit be to, because the convenience and the health benefits mean more to them. Right. I get it. My thing with that is if we're going to do that and we're going to follow the techno- techno- te- technology, we need to make sure that we stay just as fear because we will not survive as mm. just, technology driven it's 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 happened it's happened multiple times and that's what aliens are (laughs) extraterrestrials are just people who tried and tried and tried and it didn't work so they had to evolve here you know what's you know what's interesting to me that every time we think of ai and it it evolving we always assume man this shit's gonna fucking kill us why is that could it be because we know we're fucking toxic because to a, here and here's the two sides of the coin to the logical brain a computer gets turned on sees the entire race downloads the entire internet to its brain sees the entire race and thinks wow these people are really fucking toxic you know, they're destructive they're toxic they're killing each other and they're inefficient i can run this shit way more efficiently i need to get rid of this primitive species so that i can run things more efficiently but here's the thing and that's what I was talking about earlier is why I think whatever primordial force has still kept us around. It's this show. It's, it's this, it's exactly what this show is about. It's our art. It's our creation. It's our souls. Yeah. It's, we have something. We have something that yes. the computers don't fucking have. They're making AI songs and the AI, AI songs. Don't get me wrong. Some of them actually sound pretty good. Like I can, I can bop to that. But they're never going to have the heart and soul of a, a human musician. There's never going to be like, they can't recreate that. But that's, that's, something, that's, that's something a computer can't understand, though. Right. That's something a computer can't understand. They can't 
under, they can understand love as a concept, but can't feel it. They can't. They, you know what I mean? They feel, do you think they could feel jealousy? See, that's, that's interesting because I, because I think that it's ones, it's ones and zeros and they work on a system of logic, no matter how advanced they get, it's still ones and zeros and they still work on a system of logic. Is no. jealousy logical? Is jealousy logical? Mm, no. Yeah. I mean, eh. yeah. See, that's what I, that's why I can't decide is because on one hand, there is certain times where jealousy is logical, but, um, Acting out of jealousy, I don't think is. I don't think acting out of jealousy is logical. So would they, would they therefore not, would they not feel jealous of the human species because they cannot feel jealousy? That's an interesting concept. But if you're programmed to know what's right. and right. So that's just kind of like me as a channel. There's different ways to channel. People see, people hear, people feel. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those senses, kind of. If I, don't the, I think if the internet could talk, <laughs> and that's that's essentially what we're talking about. We're talking about the 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 a AI that is as powerful in strength as the internet is, and can literally. Basically, the internet is its brain cell. Um, is that's at least what I picture? Is if we're eventually there's going to be an AI that downloads the sum total of human existence based on the based on the cloud, right? Absolutely. And and the dark net's not going to be able to hide either. It's all out there. It's all out there. Everything. Right. Um, and I think that, like anything connected to a electronic chip is going to be in jeopardy. Absolutely. Um, but it's just interesting to think like every time we think of AI, we think of them destroying us because we know that we're toxic and that's got to say something about like us as a society and like us, our complacency. Like if you know there's a problem, then fix it. You know what I mean? Like if I know there's trash, take it the fuck out. That's a hard, it's so hard to do though, man. It is so hard to do, you know, when you're tired, when you're exhausted, when you're getting poisoned every day, when you're, you know, there's like, come on. Life, yeah. Like there's people who like, I have a high speed. You know, I'm, I'm very spiritual. I'm very confident in my spirituality. I'm very confident in who I am, but man, I have rough days. You know what I mean? So it's just like, can you imagine people who just don't even know what's going on or have that backing? Like they're just like this, it's either, I think, one of two things. They're either going to be, like, completely complacent and okay with it because they're just oblivious, or, you know, they're, like, they're suffering. It's it's sad. I uh, I, I have a quote that I want to read. It's, it's a quote by me. I wrote it, so it's not really a quote. It's just something that I, something that I wrote. Um, but uh, I um, posted it on Facebook uh, yesterday. It says... To remain complacent is to remain stagnant. To remain stagnant is to settle. To settle is to limit your own potential. To limit your own potential is to surrender to mediocrity, which is ultimately to admit defeat. A body at, re a body at motion, in bo motion stays in motion. A body at rest will remain at rest. No matter what, always keep moving. 
Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because it's to me, it feels like human society as a whole has, yeah, we're progressing in technology and, you know, a lot of other things, but we've become stagnant in a way. Like we're not spiritually moving forward in any meaningful way at all. I agree. I mean, I don't agree. I, well, I see where you're coming from though. We're, we are making leaps and bounds spiritually. Because- well, that's actually, I, I, I'll correct my statement there because um, as far as acceptance with the transgender and gay community and all of that, we have made enormous leaps and bounds. And that is very spiritual. That is a very spiritual um, thing that we've accomplished. So I, I will, I, I guess that wasn't entirely true. I know, but I know. go ahead, say what you were going to say. Sorry. Just, just as someone who I went from very non-religious, non-spiritual to very spiritual, um, in with a quickness, like over the last decade, has been this huge shift spiritually, where it's you go from that. Like I can men- mention energy centers or chakras, or I can mention, um, you know, your energy cycle or how it affects, and people kind of know it now. Yeah, back in the day, they just called you a crazy hippie. No idea. So, yeah, exactly. I was just a hippie or a witch. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no. Really. I still like the word hippie, though. I'm just, I'm just sensitive. You know what I mean? I was, I'm was i just born with a little more senses than anybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so it's, I don't know. I Yeah, I think that, um, especially artists, we are a different breed. We're... Um, a tuning fork tuned at a different frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are able to output and input, uh, much like a microphone. Um, we are able to output input and input um, frequency, or I should say a professional microphone, it, frequencies that others are not able to into the universe. Um, yeah, and pick up on frequencies that others are not able to in the universe. Um and I feel like us as artists are both antenna and radio. We need to pick up. We need to both pick up the energy in the universe and pick up on the vibes of the people around us and, and what's going on or whatever. Um, but we also need to transmit that, that those thoughts. So what a radio does, and I, that's why I kind of use the radio example, is because what a radio does is it picks up frequencies and it it relays them through complex words and ideas, and you hear them as sound and words, and that's what we do. And that's what we do as artists. We we pick up on the frequencies of the world and then we um, put them out into the world as words, as condensed, um, complex concepts. Um, and I think, yeah, that's like just my main goal in life is to, uh, and I keep saying like, there's no superheroes, there's nobody coming to catch the missiles, so we have to be our own. Oh, you, you're muted. We are the superheroes. You're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have to be. We have to be our own superheroes. We are the ones. You know what I mean? The tr- truth warriors, or uh, I think, I think. Uh, Somebody uh, that I recorded with recently, he put his name as I believe it was Soldier of the Word or something like that. Um, and he and it, it, it like we were talking about how he really feels like us as artists are soldiers in in a war. And you know, 
propaganda being shot down through death beams lining the streets. That's a line from a poem um, that I really like. Uh, uh, fuck. I can't remember the name of the poem, but the name of the poet is Guante. He's a spoken word poet. Um, his name, his real name is Kyle Meir. Um, go check him out on YouTube. He's really awesome. You can find him on that like button poetry site uh, or, or on YouTube, that button poetry channel. Um, but he, he has this one line where he says, um, you know, we are so, he says we are soldiers in a war and I'm not, I'm quoting this, like not, not verbatim. It's, um, you know, soldiers in a war with, with propaganda being shot down through, with, <laughs> through death beams lying in the streets, um, and the insides of our cages or, or something to that effect. And it's just like, seriously go listen to him because he's gonna he's gonna get the point across way better than i can but um that poem i mean i think that came out in like 2014 2015 or whatever and it is like still so relevant to this day like we as artists are soldiers in the propaganda war in the war against brainwashing and um societal fucking uh, I, I, I don't want to say, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but just we're all blind. They're blinding us all. And, and that's, uh, we're, we're here, we're here to, we're here to illuminate. We are here to illuminate. Absolutely. We're here to illuminate. So the Illuminati can get out and it's our job. <laughs> what will be so oh, much? Yeah. Um, there was so much you just wanted, you just touched on. We should definitely do this again because I'm gonna have to absolutely, go. absolutely. You're you're all right. But um, before we go out, get out of here. Is there anything that if you like could have the attention of the entire world for five minutes? And I know you just had their attention for an hour and a half, but if you could <laughs> have their attention for five minutes or say anything to anybody, um, hey, the floor is yours. Yeah, be authentic. Find yourself you know figure out who you are without any kind of outside influence it's hard um and i mean it, it's almost impossible to do these days but do the best you can doing it and don't close your mind you know if you think something just know that it could be a thousand other ways <laughs> for sure um and treat people nice be kind absolutely yeah, it's the I mean it's the golden rule in literally every religion. Uh, like I was saying earlier, every religion's the same for a reason because that's that's what that's the that's the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Your energy will come back to you threefold. threefold. Um threefold. and I, I love the rule of threefold, yes. But uh yeah, it's the same it's the same concept. Just be the best you can be. Best you that you can be, and that will hopefully and and that's what i try to do with the show is hopefully encourage others to be the best them they can they can be that's what we're here for like you said we're these guiding lights we're these we are here to lead by example we're here to show people that you can do what you want you can follow your dreams you might have Absolutely. to make sacrifices here and there because you know things aren't meeting up but you know what that's what we have to do as humans because we are in this form you know but we are divine creatures we are we are you know yahweh we are a part of the 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 whole one more one more quote I want to leave you with from the same artist. I think it might be the same poem too. Um, he said, um, there is such a thing as awesome. And it's not, ooh, this new Drake song is awesome. Or, ooh, honey, Chris apples are the most awesome apples ever. 
his grandfather used to say, God is awesome and he is not religious. Um, there is such a thing as awesome. It sulks, it skulks in the back alleys <laughs> of culture. You might need a machete and a flak jacket to get there, but it's there. So don't bring me beans and tell me they're magic. Bring me magic. Yes. I love it. Um, and I, yeah, I want to leave with that quote. So thank you so much. It has been a pleasure and I can't wait to have you back again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Anytime. I'm sure I'm going to look through, watch this and we're, we probably started so many conversations and didn't finish it because we jumped. Oh, out. Absolutely. Cool. As was- soon as I get it, as soon as I get it edited, I will send it to you um, so that you can watch it. And then I will let you know when we're going to post it for everybody else to see. That would be cool. All right. Put a couple links in with it or something like that. So that people. Yeah, can- absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be in the next few weeks. So thank you so, yeah, so much what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Stay in touch. Peace out. See ya.